heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to Masculine Journey. We are really glad to have you with us today, and I'm personally glad to be in studio today. I know, Robbie, you might not be as happy that I'm in studio <laughs> today, but it seems like forever, and it's only been a couple of weeks. It is so good, and talk about a studio full. I'm, you couldn't be more excited about this show. We never have this kind of group. Oh, we have a huge group in here, and I don't know how many of them will be on the radio. We're still trying to talk a couple of them, Eli, into being on the radio with us, but uh, not sure that he wants to do that. But we have some new friends and a much older friend, that's back with us, and Vinny. Vinny, it's great to have you back with us. We've missed you. Well, I thank you. It's been, uh, I've missed you guys, too. It, it, is, it is so good to see you, Vinny. It's been a long time, and, and, and with us today, we have Bill. Bill, thank you for coming in, and you're with the New Life Program. Yes. And you were at your first boot camp uh, just a few weeks back, about a month or so ago. Yeah. Right? And so you've been in the New Life Program in Winston-Salem for how long? since january january okay so you should be coming up for graduation from that program sometime in the fall or winter yeah october okay november i'm sorry yeah so right in there yeah so it's getting close and then also we have samuel which is not me well i I am samuel but i go by sam and we have samuel with us who's at the winston-salem rescue mission in their life beginning life program or what's what's it called it's the life builders program life builders thank you i I never get that one right but the life builders program you're a builder I am a builder. That's true. That's kind of sad. That is very sad. Actually. You're in the house builders program. <laughs> I'm in the house builders program, but I can't really get that one correct. But Samuel, you went to your first boot camp this uh, last spring as well, correct? Yes, sir. Last fall. No, it's spring. Spring. Just, just Robbie. checking you. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm about ready to leave, Robbie. <laughs> and then we have some other people in the studio today. We have uh, Andy and Gaither and Jim. Uh, not the gyms that you're aware of. Another gym. Uh, a friend of Annie's gym. They're springing then, up all over. And then Eli. And then, of course, Howard. Hi, Howard. Glad to have you with us today, Howard. But we're going to go ahead and get to our first clip. We're, uh, we're talking about the topic of hearing from God. Now, Robbie, this was a topic that was on your heart when you asked about it the other day. And so can you kind of help understand why you wanted to talk a little bit about that topic? Yeah, I think through faith, you know, sort of the, the breath of faith is, is prayer. And at boot camp is just a unique opportunity. I think that um, men get to not just have a one-way communication with God, prayer, in other words, speaking to him, but actually a chance to listen and get a response. And then it even becomes an intimate conversation at some point in time where you begin to understand certain things about yourself in hearing from God that doesn't happen just, well, and when it happens, However that happens in your life, it's just a remarkable part of, of the journey. It is. And this first clip is from a movie called Bruce Almighty. And in this clip, Bruce meets God, played by Morgan Freeman, um, for the first time. And he really doesn't know who it is. And so Morgan Freeman's talking to him. God's talking to him about a recent interchange Bruce had <laughs> with God. Yeah, Bruce was having a one, one of those one-way communications. <laughs> one-way communication. Yeah. He didn't know that God was listening. <laughs> and so we'll kind of pick it up and go from there and listen to how this goes on between God and Bruce. Now this last entry was a little disturbing. The gloves are off, God. God has taken my bird and my bush. God is a mean kid with a magnifying glass. 
Smite me, almighty smiter. Now, I'm not much for blaspheming, but that last one made me laugh. Are you spying on me? Who are you? I'm the one. Huh? Creator of the heavens and the earth. Alpha and Omega. Oh, I see where this is going. Bruce? I'm God. Bingo! Yahtzee! Is that your final answer? Our survey says God! Bing, 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 bing! Well, it was nice to meet you, God. Thank you for the Grand Canyon, and good luck with the apocalypse. Okay, how many fingers am I holding up? Now, Bruce, thou shalt not tempt the Lord hey, if you can't God. do it, man, that's cool. Three, two, four, nine, six, eight, one. Okay. How many now? Seven. You've been doing a lot of complaining about me, Bruce. And quite frankly, I'm tired of it. Wait, 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 wait. Don't come near me. Seriously, when I'm back into a corner, I'm like a wild animal. I don't want to hurt you, but I will out of instinct. You haven't won a fight since grade five, and that was against a girl. Yeah, she was huge. She'd been held back. And the sun was in your eyes. Oh, the ego. In a way, I brought you here off your job. The job, my job. My job. You think you can do it better, so here's your chance. Robbie, there's a lot in that particular clip, but, uh, you know, I think a funny part was, I mean, you've heard it how many times and you still started <laughs> laughing during that with smiter. Oh, smite me. Yeah. 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 Now in that, you know, God makes an offer to, to Bruce here saying, well, you think you can do the job, my job. So here it is. And, and as you watch that story, it plays out a little differently, but a lot of people try to take on that role of God in their own life when they don't feel like God is maybe listening or they don't have that close relationship that they know they don't know they could have as close a relationship as he's wanting with them. In my own testimony, the way God found me really was through reading the Bible, and I kept being Bruce Almighty, getting madder and madder and madder at him. I was mad because he smote Aaron's kids. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a mighty smoter. <laughs> and then I got even madder when he when he stoned Achan's kids. And then when I got in the book of Job, and I'm like, really, you're showing off to Satan, and you're going to kill all his kids? And take away his business and all his animals and i was just getting madder and madder and madder and almost like that scene the reason why i laugh so hard is because god shows up at the end of the book of job and says okay robbie almighty if you've got it all together and you know so much just make it snow one time or or you know impress me bring in the tide <laughs> and when you start to face that yourself that wow there's certain things that i'm really not capable of doing yeah, samuel i want to ask you a quick question now at boot camp you know, we start talking about this topic of hearing from God and not knowing a whole lot of your story. Was that something that was somewhat new to you in your theology, or is that something you've kind of heard in the past but never really had an opportunity to go out and practice it like we did at boot camp? Uh, that was actually my first time. I went through vacation Bible school, but it was nothing like the retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot to try to take in when you go to a boot camp. There's a, it's like drinking from a fire hose. And uh, God has a lot that he's trying to, to show us during that time, doesn't he? Yeah, I was uh, actually uncertain if I was even going to be able to come to the retreat. Mm -hmm. But then uh, God's faith uh, brought me there and showed me a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then he set you at the table next to Sean that first night. And so, you know, if, if he's going to do anything to you, he's putting you next to Sean, and Sean will get you talking. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean's good at getting people to talk. Now, Bill, what about for you? Had that been something 
in some of your your background that you'd really thought about having just an intimate conversational relationship with with god yeah it's been something i i always wanted to have Mm -hmm. but you know just never really knew how to have one Mm -hmm. yeah there's not a manual that they give you or at least i never got one when i became a christian on okay now what you know it's like all this build up to say the prayer which salvation is amazing it's an incredible gift but then now now what do i do you know it's kind of hard to know isn't it yeah and it gets that whole idea of you know the book is a bible of examples if you look at that way that you know all these guys heard from god in the bible but it's not necessarily interpreted that way for us like you too could hear from god the way that david heard from god on you know how to you know take on your daily task oh yeah it's clear when david talks about just even in his when he's going to battle God will tell him, and this time I want you to circle around and do this, but this time I want you to wait until you hear this noise. I mean, there's a conversational intimacy in all aspects of David's life through Scripture, you know, as he's kind of walked with God through that, and Abraham, all these other people, you look back at all those people, and they had that type of relationship with God. You know, even later on, when you get into the New Testament, you know, Paul stopped on the road to Damascus, and the conversational relationship begins there as well. Now, Vinny, I know for you, that conversational intimacy has been a huge thing for you over this last several months, hasn't it? Yeah, very big. Uh, I I have found out in the last few months, well, first of all, everybody knows I'm an old coot, and I'm blind, and now I just lost my wife after three three months ago. Mm -hmm. But prayer, to me, was always... Pray for me, pray for, you know, help me with this, I'm a sinner, and all that. Now I found out what prayer really is. I miss my wife very much, and I can't wait until I can see her again. And it may sound odd to you, but I pray that when he does come for me, that she'll be there, and I'll go right into her arms because I miss her that much you know I tell God in my prayers and I've always prayed I tell him you know this is two wives and two sons back off now please how much more do you want from me that's wrong I'm realizing now that's wrong it's when he's ready to free you and come to him, truly come to him with your requests and your prayer is when you'll finally understand what God means. I have found out what God means in this last three months with tearful nights, very tearful nights. And it's not hard to forget a loved one, and how to pray. But now I know what prayer really means. What it really means. That is our salvation. Pray. And he will help you. Now, Benny, I know that um, we'll come back to this when we, we come back from break, but you've had a deep relationship with God for several years, and I'm sure that it's even become more intimate over the last few months as, as you kind of walked 
through this with him. I'd love to hear more from that on you. And we're going to come back. We're going to talk more with Samuel, got it right that time, and Bill, and about their experience of hearing from God at the boot camp. And we have a boot camp coming up, Robbie, when? November 9th through the 12th. It's already there. You can go register. And we have people registering. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. Sam, this November boot camp could literally change a lot of men's life. I talked to a lot of men, they're saying... They say they don't know what their place is in the grand scheme of things. They don't know how to behave as Christian men. God designed us for freedom, and it's coming up at this boot camp. It is. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org to register now. Just $169 early bird pricing for four amazing days. Go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Register now. Journey, we are glad that you're back with us, and we have been talking about this topic of hearing from God. And so in studio, a whole bunch of people, but sitting at the microphones is Vinny, Samuel, Bill, Robbie, and myself. And uh, we're talking about this topic, and we had a clip last time in the last segment from uh, Bruce Almighty. And this time we're going to get a clip we'll go to here in a quick second from Evan Almighty. Robbie, if you want to set that up a little bit about what they're going to be hearing in this clip. Yeah, this is a really neat clip from my standpoint, because so many of us offer up prayers, and we don't see the answer how it's framed. And in this particular case, Evan's wife, who if you've seen the movie Evan Almighty, he has asked, God asked him to build an ark, which based on the rain this week, it might have been a good idea, Sam. Yeah, I thought <laughs> we were going to have to. I was thinking it was time for go for wood, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but anyway, you know, she has run away, and she is at a diner, and no, Morgan waits on her, but the funny thing is his name tag says Al Almighty. You can't see it, but it's so funny. It's like Almighty. Almighty. <laughs> and and he approaches her, but he is in this discussion with her, he's reminding her of what she actually prayed for. And if you hadn't seen the movie, you would miss it because she had been praying that their family would grow closer. And God is now explaining how the circumstances have something to do with what God has in mind. And so often he's doing that in our lives is bringing you know us closer through <laughs> our prayers and it's pretty cool when he when he shows up to show us what he was actually doing oh excuse me can i get a refill please coming right up excuse me are you, are you all right yeah no it's a long story well i like stories i'm considered a bit of a storyteller myself my husband you heard of New York's Noah? <laughs> the guy who's building the ark. That's him. I love that story. Knowing the ark. You know, a lot of people miss the point of that story. They think it's about God's wrath and anger. They love it when God gets angry. What is the story about then, the ark? Well, I think it's a love story about believing in each other. You know, the animals showed up in Paris. They stood by each other, side by side, just like Noah and his family. Everybody entered the ark, side by side. But my husband says, God told him to do it. What do you do with that? Sounds like an opportunity. Let me ask you something. 
If someone prays for patience, you think God gives them patience? Or does he give them the opportunity to be patient? If they prayed for courage, does God give them courage? Or does he give them opportunities to be courageous? If someone prayed for the family to be closer, do you think God zaps them with warm, fuzzy feelings? Or does he give them opportunities to love each other? I really like the uh, little things they have in that those those clips where it talks about I got a lot of people to serve. You know, he plays a waiter in the the movie, but uh, you know that's not what he's talking about. Um, Eli, thank you for for joining us on the show. I want to talk a little bit about there are times when we we went to Covenant of Silences, and this was your second boot camp. And one of the things that we go to Covenant of Silence on is asking God to help us understand more about ourselves, kind of how he sees us or what he may call us. And this time you had something happen for you uh, about that. Would you like to share that with us on what you kind of heard from God? Yeah. Um, I had asked God what my name was, and I had heard helper because um, whenever someone asks me to do something, I say yes before even thinking about what the situation is. And recently I had gotten student of the month at my school for compassion and I think that was because I helped whenever whatever the job was yeah you just say yes before even knew what it was yeah and so how did that feel to have God kind of confirm that for you did it was it kind of well how did that feel for you to to have God kind of confirm that for you it made me feel good because it kind of made me um know what I'm supposed to be like in a way. Yeah, an an aspect of what you're supposed to be like, right? Yeah. It may not be the whole thing, but at least that's a piece that God's revealed to you now saying this is a part of how I created you uniquely is to to show my glory as being a helper to others. Yeah. Yeah. Um Samuel, now when you went out for your covenant of silence, if I remember right as you told the story, you heard something a little different than maybe what you expected to hear when God when you're asking God a little bit about kind of how he sees you or his name for you. Do you mind sharing that? Yes. Uh, well, mine was actually all my life, like Eli's. I thought I was going to be the helper. But when I went to my covenant of silence, I found that uh, he was telling me that I was a warrior. Because mm-hmm. I battled so much in my life with uh, abuse. Being homeless, jobless, mm-hmm. and he came to me and told me that you've battled this far, let's battle some more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it, isn't it amazing how the enemy in the world can have labels, but it that's is. definitely not the way that God sees you. That's not the same label he has, because in those situations that you talked about, I'm sure there are things that the enemy's thrown at you over time. But God kind of reset that and said, oh, no, you are an amazing warrior. And, and one of the things I want to share real quickly, if you don't mind, with, with Robbie and I about this, is we were watching you before, I think, that, that segment of you getting your name. We were out, we were out for the uh, Airsoft battle. Oh, my word. He was on my team. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you talk about a warrior. This, If you're ever going to play Airsoft and you can find Samuel wherever you can hunt him, the man is unbelievable. Going through the woods with two guns, shooting everybody inside. I was like, man, this dude 
is a warrior. And I, you know, it was just obvious. And then when I heard him, he came up, you know, after that he'd heard that from God. And it was just so clear that that's what he was. He just came to life when he was out there. Yeah, the same thing for me. I wasn't playing because I was just having fun counting how many times you got shot, Robbie, but, uh, <laughs> which I lost count. I couldn't even keep track. But I saw this flash just run across in the woods, <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what it was, and it was Samuel. And, man, he was flying. No one was going to catch him. Now, he was really sore the next day, <laughs> but, but I was looking at it going, that guy is amazing. And that's before I knew any of the story about just how into that whole role of warrior that you were in, and then to have God come at some point in that weekend and say, see, that's, that's how I made you. I made you to battle against those elements. I made you to battle against things that other people would maybe turn away from. You know, and I can't even imagine how the cool that must have been for you to hear that from God. You know, when he's saying that, is, was there some little bit of a doubt in you initially? At first there was. Yeah. But then further along through the weekend, it, it, it come natural. Yeah, well, the enemy comes right at that to say, oh, no, that can't be right. But then God says, oh, no, I'm going to prove it to you. Yes, sir. And then he does. I mean, he comes right after that. Now, Bill, did you have an opportunity to hear from God this that weekend at boot camp as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, please go ahead and talk a little bit about you know what that looked like for you because everybody's story of hearing from God's a little different. So what was yours? Well, um, Robbie's kind of involved in that um, somewhat. Um, well, actually a lot. <coughs> Him and I were speaking I don't remember the depth of the conversation, but he may remember a little more than I did. But um, I had, even before the, you know, the name thing had come up, Mm -hmm. I said, well, I've been a server for a long time. And then we had the little, you know, the, you know, covered in the silence and it just hit me. I was like, I'm a server. And, And then I went to him. I was like, that's, that's, you know, one of the cool things, Sam, is that a lot of times I get, well, I get up earlier than a lot of folks. And so I'm in there, you know, in the area where we do the talks and I'm studying and reading the word and whatever. It's like five in the morning and Bill walks in <laughs> and he starts, he starts cleaning the tables and stuff like, you know, like he works there. And I'm like, man, dude, you're, you're like a servant. <laughs> and, and he said, you know, that's funny. I've, I've been serving all my life. And um, then when he came back later and told me that it, that God had confirmed that for him, it's just, you know, one of the joys of, of boot camp is getting a chance to hear from God some of the things that he sees in you. Absolutely. And, and just the aspect of how we reflect God, how we f- reflect Christ to others. I mean, just think of all the acts, Bill, of, of Christ's service towards others, right? And how amazing and how um, just world-changing just the sheer service that he had, washing the feet of the disciples. The things that he did that just blew people's mind of that day was all acts out of love and out of service. It was a huge part of his mission here on, on earth, which, which is pretty cool that you reflect a lot of that. Well, before the boot camp, um, it, in the Transformers program, we have what they call the Giants. And I just finished up my first Giant, which is low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And um, God just kept him. You know, telling me the whole weekend that um, just humble yourself to me, and I'll, you know, I'll pick you up. Mm-hmm. You just, you just keep doing what you're doing. And I'll lift you up. Yeah, it's it's amazing how God will come after your heart in the midst of that and break through some of those. And he even humble Bruce Almighty by the end of it. He did, he did. And so we'll go ahead and get to that clip. I think we have time to get it in. And 
on on this clip, um, what's happened is Bruce has finally given in to the will of God. Well, he happens to do it right in the middle of a road and gets ran over by a truck. And next thing you know, he's appearing to God uh, in God's presence. And here's how the conversation kind of plays out between them as God's really telling him a little bit about who, how God sees him and then also helps him understand a little bit more about himself. Bruce, you have the divine spark. You have the gift for bringing joy and laughter to the world. I know, I created you. Quit bragging. See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's the spark. What do you want me to do? I want you to pray, son. Go ahead. Um, Lord, feed the hungry and bring peace to all of mankind. How's that? Great. If you want to be Miss America. <laughs> now, come on. What do you really care about? is good we thank you for joining us today as we've been talking about this topic of hearing from god and we just were able to touch a little bit on the surface bill thank you for being on the show thank samuel thank you for being on the show thank you Vinny. you've been greatly missed we love you and are very glad to have you back and, and hopefully we'll get to see you again hopefully soon and uh come back and join us next week as we will discover what topic we're going to talk about together because <laughs> we haven't discussed that yet but we will be talking about god's love his grace his mercy and you too can hear from him 